Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica, and I'm your host, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today. Well, it's been 90 days since my mama came to visit, and can I just say, years ago, when I used to daydream about what a life might look like if I had complete control over my time, if I had financial peace, if I had financial freedom, I should say, it would look a lot like these past 90 days. Not only have I gotten to spend unfettered time with my mom, but also I have had an extraordinary amount of time with my little grandkids, Jacob, Luke, Tanner, and Molly, and of course Norman, and can see them pretty much minus a few freezing days anytime I want. It has been the fulfillment of a dream. You could say I literally am living the dream. Well, having had so much time to spend with my mom, it's caused me to reflect on her and all that she has exemplified during her life. She's 84 going on, 85 now, and is just still alert and vibrant and full of life. She still loves to laugh. She's still mentally agile. Physically, she gets around pretty good. She doesn't take any pharmaceuticals. And um, if not for a few vitamins that I have persuaded her to take through the years, she is living a very healthful, happy life. Some of the things that I really appreciate about my mom when I think about her and see if any of this resonates with you when you think about your mom or even your dad. My mom raised nine kids. Now, I've only raised two. (laughs) That is one of my badges of honor. But my mom raised nine kids who have combined for another 20 plus kids. And of the nine... All of us are married. All of us still speak to each other. And sometimes it's via texting, but you know, we all are in relationship, have a good relationship with each other. And I credit my mom and my dad for having raised us to have respect for one another and the choices that we individually make. And, you know, we don't all agree with each other, especially we can find many things to disagree about during this time of COVID. And that's an understatement, but we still appreciate and enjoy the time that we get to commune with one another. So I think that's a testament to my mom and my dad. My mom and dad were married for 65 years before my dad passed. And um, yeah, she was a really good example. They were really good examples to us of what it means to build a strong and enduring marriage. One thing that is obvious about my mom is how much she loves the Lord. My mom is devout and attends church on a weekly basis, has her whole life. And when she is able, she goes on a daily basis to church and prays. Uh, It's funny here in Katie, while she's been staying with me in order to maintain her level of fitness She has taken to walking the hallway here in my home. Now, our hallway spans the entire length of our home, so it's quite a runway. It's a great launching pad for the 
grandkids on their scooters and their balls when they're here, but it also serves as kind of the track for my mom while she's in our house. So she walks that path for a good 20 minutes every morning while she's here. I leave the house and go do my thing outside and my mom stays indoors. And while I'm gone, she takes advantage of that time to get her steps in. And she often, for the entire time that she's walking, will say prayers for whatever is on her heart. But she prays the whole time. And she grabs the weights. So she carries about 10 pounds of weight with her on, carries 10 pounds of weights with her while she's walking for as long as she can. And then she'll put those down and keep going. So she is something. She's making the most of the situation in which she finds herself. My mom is really good or in her life has been really good with money. Now, she is a child of the depression and so she has brought a lot of the thinking from that era along with her throughout her whole life. So while I don't necessarily share the same thinking that she does on money, one thing I appreciate about her is how her frugal habits enabled her to take so little and provide so much for her family. She seeks wise counsel for areas that are not in her strength zone. So for example, now that she's single, a widow, retired, living on a fixed income, she has turned over her financial management, the the management of her investing account and her savings to someone else who is perhaps more experienced and has a little bit more updated information on how her affairs need to be handled. So she's not too proud to ask for help in areas that she knows are not in her strength zone. That is something we all could learn to do more. My mom is also super generous and has given from what little she has had throughout her life when she can. She sows and she reaps. And literally, she sows. She's big into growing things. And one of the reasons she still lives in her own home is because she wants her own yard with her own dirt so that she can plant her own flowers and tend to her own vegetable garden and reap from the work that she invests in it. And she loves it. It doesn't Um, I can't say that I understand that because I don't have that same desire to get my hands dirty like she does, but I appreciate that. That is a part of her character. My mom loves to laugh. These days, she gets a lot of her humor that she shares from uh, perusing social media like Facebook and, and, well, primarily Facebook, but she loves to share funny little things that she finds on there. And she will laugh about things and just chuckle. And her laughter, you know, kind of uplifts the whole spirit of the home. So I really love that about her. She enjoys fun. My mom loves a good game of Scrabble. She spends a part of her day every day playing words with friends. Have you heard of that game? Well, it's much like Scrabble, but apparently much more frustrating. Or at least as equally as frustrating as Scrabble if the algorithm doesn't give you what you want. Don't even ask me because I don't play, but apparently it's fun, but it's very challenging. And my mom is definitely the person 
in the family from whom I got my competitive nature. Because the girl is so competitive. She's a little bit scary when you sit across from her at a Scrabble game and you challenge her on the spelling of a word. And by the way, she loves the fun aspect of these games, but she's also doing it because she is committed to maintaining her mental acuity for as long as she possibly can. And I think she can maintain it for her whole life. But so to that end, she plays these word games and challenges herself to continually learn and to continually expand her verbal skills. She reads voraciously and is just somebody who is not going to go into the, what is that saying? She will not go gently into that good night. She is going to continue to be the best version of herself that she can be while she is still breathing the air of this earth. And I love that about her. Another thing about my mom that I hope to emulate, I hope I have emulated this in my life and I hope I continue to, and that is that she has a servant's heart. Story about her and my dad a good 14, 15 years ago. They were living their life in the Midwest and my dad had retired. My mom was still working. She was working at a um, daycare facility, taking care of little kids. And they loved it in Iowa. Loved the summers and the springs there and the falls. Winter's a little bit hard to take, but they knew what they were getting into and they knew, knew how to deal with it. Well, my aunt and uncle got into a situation where my uncle's health was failing and my aunt had a large farm that she was trying to manage and she needed to be available to take care all day long of my uncle. So what did my parents do? They literally dropped their whole life and within a few weeks of hearing that my aunt needed assistance, had sold their home in Iowa and moved all the way from Iowa to South Texas where they lived for the next 12 years. And during that time, my mother spent her days helping my aunt uh, in any way that she could, whether it be in the house or out in the gardens, to keep her household running. And my dad set up house uh, for them in a new, a new area in Kingsville, Texas. And so my mom and dad literally walked away from a very comfortable life to be able to provide aid to my aunt in her time of need. And I just think that's spectacular. And I don't think there are many people, well, certainly not people that I know who would do the same. So I appreciate that my mom and my dad had such a servant's heart. My mom still does. Sometimes I ask myself, am I successful And I often answer myself, absolutely, because I know how I define success. As women, we think about life and we think about living a successful life. And success can be defined at different stages of our life in different ways. I know I'm defining success a lot differently now as I approach my sixth decade than I did when I was in my 20s or 30s. And that's a gift. I think it's a gift to be able to pivot and shift and reevaluate what success means to you. If I ask my mom, mom, are you living a successful life? I do believe that she would say yes, because 
success for her revolves largely around family and faith and health. And she has put herself in a position to thrive in all of those areas. She is so loved in our family. Today would be a good day for you to think to yourself, how do I define success? As women, we have a great chapter in the Bible that really kind of lays out how God would define success for us as women. In fact, let me read that to you really quickly. This comes from Proverbs 31 and starts on verse 10. An excellent wife, or think woman, who can find, for her worth is far above jewels, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. My mom certainly does that. She always has a needle and some thread in her hands and is crocheting blankets for babies nonstop. But I digress. Verse 14 goes on to say, she is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff, and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor, and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Well, if that doesn't describe my mom, I don't know what does. So there you have it, girls. Are you living a successful life? Do you know how you even define success? Do you need to reassess what success means to you? Only you can answer those questions. I know for myself, it took a few grandkids to get me to slow down long enough and visualize a different future for myself. And I'm so glad that I did. I treasure these days that I've had here with no feelings of, you know, that pull where you, you take off from work, but you're only half 
with your family because you have all these things that are undone at the office that still need your attention. So you kind of have this little bit of, um, I don't even know what you would call it, kind of like buyer's remorse for having taken time off. Well, I used to suffer from that a lot in my business days, but that is one of the blessings at this particular time in my life is that any time that I'm with any member of my family, whether it's my mom, my grandkids, my husband, my kids, or friends, it is just a blessing to be a blessing and be with them. It's wonderful. My prayer is that you too get to experience that kind of a life if that is something that you aspire to at some point in your future. Well, that's all I have for you today, ladies. Thank you for letting me share a little bit about the thoughts of my mom. She's been here, I think I said, for 90 days now. She's got um, the rest of March that she gets to spend here with me in Texas. She's a little bit chomping at the bit to get back to her home and her things and her garden and, you know, get her hands back in the dirt But we are trying to make her time here just as pleasant as possible. And it's fun. And it's good. Well, my friends, be blessed and go out and set some goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, Mamas and Mimis. Be blessed.